Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, 100 Questions with Annie Grace. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So the uh, this past week had left us some space to have a little bit more time to do nothing. Why? Because we are frozen in in Dallas, pretty much. As I mentioned on the previous podcast, we are in a deep freeze. So there was not a lot of opportunity to go outside or less opportunity to go outside in the past weekend. And where I found myself on Sunday evening was I actually had a few minutes to maybe possibly just for a moment, watch a movie that I wanted to watch. I actually, let's be real here. We're real and raw, real and raw and honest on this podcast. I didn't really have enough time to watch a movie, but I had enough time to get a taste of a movie, like just a taste. And I'm sometimes I'm okay with that. I, by the way, I like to watch movie trailers, and my wife hates to watch movie trailers. I like to watch them because I know that's probably the most I'm ever going to see of that movie. And I kind of like movies, but I mean, I, it's just, again, it's just like a tasting, like you go to the, the olive bar at the, at whole foods and you get a little taste of everything. Well, that's kind of movie trailers to me, but I actually thought I was going to get to watch a movie that was a fool's errand or so I thought. And I sat down and put on the movie Greyhound. Now, if you're with Tom Hanks, and if you're not familiar with this, Greyhound is a World War II movie about the Battle of the Pacific. No, what am I talking about? The Battle of the Atlantic. Uh, it specifically focuses on the uh, shipping that was happening between the Americas and England during uh, World War II to supply the allies and the forces that were uh, that were there in Europe and the incredible bravery and horror of what happened in those battles between uh, Germany and the German U-boats and these convoys. And if you haven't seen the movie Greyhound, I it is it's really well done. It's it's great movie. Great movie. It's not too long. It's action packed. It uh, has a has a great story arc to it, and um, yeah, thought it was a great movie. Pretty intense, and it opens with a pretty good opening with a lot of uh, this big action scene between a destroyer and a German U-boat. So I'm watching this, and again, I thought that I was going to get to watch a movie, but then my daughter Annie Grace comes in, who has just turned six. And she comes and sits next to me. And I know this movie's, you know, I think it's PG-13. But it's kind of, you know, it's ships and submarines and it's raining. And I'm pretty sure she's just going to come in and see that it's not princesses and walk out. Well, much to my surprise, she comes and sits right next, sits next to me and starts asking questions. And I kind of realize I, I don't, I haven't sat and seen the movie, so I didn't know how gory it might be or how the language might be so i i kind of we watched the first action sequence with this scene where this destroyer and the submarine kind of duke it out it's really it's really intense um and she watched that with me 
And I said, you know, okay, we're going to stop here. And she was very interested. She said, no, I want to watch this. Can I watch this? And now my one thing I have learned about we, my, me and my wife have learned about my daughter, is that you can't get in the way of her and the end of a story. She, she, her little brain goes into hyperdrive if she can't finish the story. If, she, that, if you're reading her a story or you're watching a movie or you know, even a TV show, if she starts the story, she can't stop in the middle. She's gotta, she's gotta see the whole thing. She's gotta complete it. She's this way, when she's also the same way when she does her art. Like if she starts a drawing, starts a painting, she's gotta finish it. And God help you if you get in her way. And I can only imagine how that um, that commitment to seeing her visions fulfilled is going to serve her in the future. So baby girl, one day when you're listening to this, hopefully many years from now, I love you for that quality. And, um, yeah, I just love you very much. So hopefully you hear this one day. And I want to record, record this because what you did next was very interesting. I thought that was the end of it and the rest of the day happened and I went to bed, except I didn't go to bed. I decided to watch the rest of the movie on my iPhone in bed, which I know is not a good habit, but we were frozen in. It's kind of like a vacation. So I watched the rest of the movie and it's great and it's not too gory and whatever. But the next morning when I wake up, what's the very first thing that happens whenever I see my daughter, Annie Grace, she says, Hey, Papa, can we watch that submarine movie? Can we watch the submarine? Please, please, please. She's begging me. Can, I, can we please watch this movie? I mean, to the point where, I mean, it's like pretty impressive how adamant she was that she wanted to watch this movie. And I delayed and kind of tried to sidestep her, but she wasn't letting me out of her, out of her, out of her sights. And so finally... Um, a few hours later, I finally relented and we decided to watch the movie and we watched the first scene again. And at the end of this first scene, the let's put it this way, the good guys get the bad guys and there's a submarine that's sunk and there's this moment where there's the oil slick comes up from the submarine being sunk, but the oil has this tinge of red and it's really well done in the movie, by the way, because it gives you this clear feeling of blood and it's pretty, it's pretty intense. And my daughter asked me about that. She said, did the people die? And so I started, I struggled with this. I struggled with, is this something I want to expose my six-year-old to? The nature of war, the fact that there is war, the fact that there's violence and fighting and people do these things. And I finally just said, you know, this is, I can't shelter her from ever, forever, but perhaps this is an opportunity to share with her some details about her her great grandparents who were both in World War II, her great grandfathers and great uncle was also in World War II and two of them in the Navy. And I could talk to her about that. I could talk to her about the bravery that and the love of others that these these men and these veterans had uh, displayed in in going to fight against people who wanted to take away uh, the freedom of others. And uh, I could talk to her about the nature of that and how you know war is a terrible thing and how God hates war, God hates violence. And yet sometimes that's what humans do. 
And so I decided to proceed forward with the movie, the movie Greyhound, and we watched it together, me and my six-year-old. And we fast-forwarded through a couple of parts, and I might not might have might have turned down the volume on a couple the couple of the swear words, but we watched it together. And I can guarantee you that she asked me at least a hundred questions during the course of that movie. And she sat right next to me the entire time. And in reflection, I realized that it was one of the most connecting experiences that she and I have shared in, in many months. And I left that experience with a tremendous feeling of gratitude. Like she had all these questions about who the bad guys were, who the good guys were, why they were doing what they were doing. Each scene in the movie, she asked questions. Who was that character? What were they doing? Why was the, what's a torpedo? What's the ship doing? Why does it look like that? I mean, just every question that a little six-year-old mind could have. Again, being sensitive to the fact is I don't want her to see violence. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of kind of person-on-person violence here. It's mainly, mainly ships fighting ships. Um, but it was all the questions. And in reflection on this, I realized, I was like, why do, we feel, why do I feel just so connected? And it was all those questions, all those hundreds of questions that at some point, they started to feel a little bit annoying, but then at the same time, they were very endearing. And I was like, what? just hold the space. Look at how your child is connecting with you. And I realized that all those hundred questions were a hundred points of connection. Like questions are instruments of connection. And I got a hundred, a hundred, a hundred plus shots of connection from my daughter because I, because that space got created. But if interest, if questions are instruments of connection, then how does that apply to your, your business? Right In the sales game, this is one of the places where most salespeople mess it up because instead of asking questions, they're in, a, they're in a mode of, let me tell you all the stuff we do. And then even then, the questions that they ask are questions that are bent on a, that have a, have a, have a self-serving, self-searching energy to them. They're current situation questions. What are you doing today? Who do you use? What kind of things do you do here? What software do you use? All those kinds of questions. They're not questions of connection. They're questions of self-interest. We'll talk more on a different podcast about the power of questions in a sales conversation, but it goes without saying, go back into the content of this podcast and you'll find plenty of content around that. But if questions are an instrument of connection, how might that show up in your relationships at home? We often forget that one of the most powerful ways to connect with our partner is to simply ask questions about them. Not tell them all the things that we want to do and what we're going to do. Just ask questions and listen. How about in our relationship with God? I know there's been many times, perhaps even you listening, you might say, well, I don't really feel connected with God. I don't really know how to pray or haven't been to church or 
don't really know what God means or any of those things. Now, if you consider that one of the most powerful things and the simplest and most powerful thing you can do is to simply ask God a question. Let me give you two that I personally use for tuning to his voice because he always, always answers. Here they are. You ready? Take down a pen. God, are you there? You'll hear the answer. And God, do you love me? And when you hear those two answers, you'll know he's there. And the conversation can begin, but you'll be connected. But you can ask him anything else you want. And in the asking of those questions, you'll feel a connection. So where right now in your life do you want connection and you don't have it? And what's one question you could ask to create a moment of connection? That's what I've got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.